my name is Todd Zappio. I am a, uh, an age group triathlete, trying my best to uh, do my best every single day. And we have uh, a certified pro here, basically. He can be a pro, but he chooses to race age group. Can you say your whole name, Antonio? Uh, Antonio Ferreira da Silva Net. Uh, I raced as a pro in the beginning, uh, mm -hmm. 1998, 1999, and uh, I saw some things that uh, wasn't right. So I saw some athletes that was the same level of mine in the moment, and uh, they had huge improvement in short period of time. And... And then I decided to be a uh, age group because unfortunately not just triathlon, but uh, most sports in a high performance in a professional level. Uh, unfortunately, the doping is part of the, the sport. And mm -hmm. uh, I decided to don't go that way. And uh, it, the truth is if it's, you can't keep it up, you know, like you, it's like a turbo car with a regular engine. So that's my personal um, option to. So you've made a you've made a pact with yourself to to always race clean, and and in order to do that, you decided that that the best way to do that is as an age grouper. Yes, yes. Yeah. As okay. an age group, I'm sure the age group, unfortunately, has a lot of doping going on too. But uh, as an age group, I still competitive, mm -hmm. and, and as a pro, I, I I would be one more. You know, like I right. I wouldn't have a good position, good place. I know that uh, this subject uh, we just uh, started is something that probably will uh, have a lot of discussion, uh, positive and negative. But mm -hmm. uh, that's. That uh, what we have been seeing since a uh, long time ago. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that anyone can deny um, that it has um, raised a lot of doping issues, raised not just in triathlon, but in, in sports in general. I mean, if you look at the Olympics, even right now, um, Russia, um, even though they, they have some Russians um, uh, in the Olympics, in the Winter Olympics, they've been banned. Russia itself has been banned from competing in the Olympics. So um, it's it's everywhere. Um, and I think it's really admirable to to come across someone like you who decides to, you know, put your foot down essentially and say, I'm, I'm not going to be a part of that. And, I mean, to be fair, who go to Kona pretty much every year. I mean, you are – yeah, and another thing that I think it's uh, pertinent to point is like we are talking about the great athletes. Uh, it's not just the doping that will make uh, an athlete good. Like if you, all these guys that are racing Olympic Games and World Championships, if they tested them, like they have a very high VO2, they are genetic they are very good and uh, not just that they do a hard work but uh, um, and uh, the drug does the difference you know they make you go another level but uh, uh, I I have been tested uh, like to measuring my VO2 I'm a, a good athlete I'm not an excellent athlete 
you know, has athletes that has better VO2 than mine. And uh, this is another thing that uh, makes a difference. So we are, talk we are talking about like a very, very high level of uh, humans. Uh, and uh, also with that has some uh, other things going on that make them super super good yeah i mean you know when you get to that level and and that elite you know professional level where you know there's money on the line there's there's uh, endorsement deals on the line and everything you know you're talking even an iron man you know you're talking about i mean at the most minutes if not if not seconds at times you know and to get to get those minutes to go from you know riding a a four minute 40 second bike to riding a four minute 20 i mean four minute four hour 40 second 40 minute bike to a four hour 20 minute bike i mean that's a massive jump you know you're talking you know it's the same thing as in the pool you know swimming if someone you know the world record is a 42 in the 100 to swim a 41 is a huge huge deal those minor gains um are a massive deal and and so anything you can do to get the edge i mean i i you know i get it however you know if if one person starts doing it then someone else does it to keep up with them and someone else does it to keep up with them and it's just a it's just a, a domino effect that that uh, i don't want in this sport you know um and i don't think that that most well most age groupers and and i mean hopefully some pros i mean it's would want i mean it's it's really disheartening to think that you know your favorite pro might be might be doping um uh and unfortunately i'm sure that's the case in some in some cases but you know i can't speculate to that i mean you've seen it firsthand but um that that actually leads me to a um an issue that i really wanted uh, this episode to kind of revolve around uh so you've you've been doing triathlon for a long time you know, I'd say half of your life probably, uh, or you would say that. And, you know, I'm fairly new to it. I've, this is my fourth year, fourth season. Um, so you had mentioned to me the other day uh, about your body responding to large training days and how it's different now than it was, you know, five, 10 years ago. Uh, can you speak a little bit to that about, you know, uh, I think you're same age as me, 38, um, and how how your age has 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 either changed your training or you've changed your training with your age, and and maybe give some uh, advice to some some listeners about that. So, um, like, uh, I'm 38 years old, same age as you, uh, and uh, it's not about the age only, no. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about the uh, like. Uh, the amount of mileage I have in my body. Uh, and uh, when I was uh, younger, um, like 30 and uh, below, I could handle like a um, competitive schedule uh, without a problem. So I could do my tempo. I could do that. I usually do my, my long swim, and Friday, my break or my long bike Saturday and then my longer run Sunday. And of course, I would be tired Sunday to do my long run, but I, 
I was being able to handle and uh, manage and uh, keep it going week by week and uh, do the whole cycle for the, the Ironman training. Uh, right now, what's happening, um, my body is very uh, tired from all these years of training and racing. And uh, last year, uh, September, I started to appear some injuries, uh, muscle. Uh, my muscle is just not, uh, I do my weight training to prepare, but uh, I, I'm not recovering like I was years ago. Uh, that's the age, the hormones, and also uh, not just that. Like I said, the mileage my body have is huge. So the muscle fibers just uh, can't handle. And uh, so now uh, I need, I mean, changing my approach. So I need to intercalate my long bike and my long run. And uh, what I was thinking today actually is what I'm going to do. I'm treating an injury right now. Uh, I probably would do first my long run and then my long swim because the swim will help to recover from the impact of the run, like uh, the hydro pressure water uh, kind of help uh, recover the legs. And then I'm going to do my break or my long ride. So I would change the order to, to be able to recover and the handle these three important workouts for Ironman. That's interesting. So um, has there ever been another time or, or you know, uh, maybe not, obviously not related to age, but another time in your training where you've had to, to change up your training schedule? Maybe you had, you know, some in, kind of injury or something or, or, you know, maybe you were just really tired of being on your bike for a while, <laughs> for a certain week, and so you wanted to move it. Um, or is this the first time that you've had to really alter your your training schedule like that? That's the first time. I've never had a problem. Uh, I'm in the sport since the 1997. Uh, I started doing Ironman 2002. And since then, I uh, have been doing uh, every year, two or three races a year. Uh, but that's, uh, that's the first time I... I have to this, change the approach to be able to keep it up. Wow. Okay. All right. And what do you do? So for your recovery, what do you like to to do? Do you you know do you lay around on on the couch? Is or is it more active recovery? Is it? Uh, uh, yeah. What do you like to do to get back to one hundred percent? So what I uh, what I do and what I recommend for my clients and um, the listeners, people that are listening is. Uh, recovery day doesn't mean uh, lazy day. I think recovery day is the day that you're going to stretch. Uh, you're going to you're going to do ice. I think the cryotherapy is great. Uh, I have been. I start last year in September when I had an accident, and uh, that's one of the approach I'm taking. Massage. It's another good thing to do. Uh, like a professional massage, it's better if you can do in this, uh, we call uh, day off. It's not like a day off, but a recovery day. I think massage, I think the uh, chiropractor can align your body. So all these, uh, the roller, um, uh, and uh, of course, not properly nutrition, hydration, that's uh, every day. But I think that's the, the, that's the ideal 
way to go for make sure you're recovering and also the mind i think uh, sometimes do something fun uh, with friends or family things that uh, normally you can't do because the routine so go to the movies or whatever uh, get a different trail for walk um, so things like that i think it's uh, good and uh, you make it uh, for sure you make your your whole body and the spirit uh, better yeah so that's that's another that's a really good thing to touch on so um uh you know yet we were supposed to record yesterday and or last night and you know i i i'd mentioned <clears throat> i texted you and said i said hey i'm sorry man can we move this to tomorrow um was having some uh, you know my son would just didn't wouldn't go to sleep uh and and your answer was was awesome it was you know family and and health first you know obviously and i think that that you know that that's something really important to remind myself too i mean as an age grouper who you know like when I, i'm the type of person and i think a lot of a lot of our you know a lot of triathletes are this way uh you're very type a in in which means you know you, you get very focused you get laser focused on something and you really want to be your best and you want to do your best. And sometimes, you know, when you're talking about training for an Ironman or something, it, it's so engrossing and it's so time consuming that you, you kind of lose, lose sight of like, you know, uh, making sure that you're, you're, you know, mentally strong, you know, cause you're, you're just tearing your body down all the time or that, you know, you've given enough time to your family and, and all these things. And, and when I first started racing, it was very hard to, for me to find that balance, you know, and I'm still working on it. I mean, it's not, you know, if I'm always looking for an hour here or an hour there where I could go to the pool or I could hit the trail or something, but, um, you know, at the same time, I, I need to make sure that my, my life workout balance is, is in balance. Um, uh, have you, so that's a good question throughout your career has that ever been an issue or have you have you kind of always had that that attitude um with triathlon or or with anything that you've thrown yourself into in your life so um <clears throat> during the years now you learn and uh right now i'm in a better place but uh i I think most triathletes that uh, are looking for performance they are selfish uh, and uh, the unfortunately the truth to re to get there it's part of you know you need to you have to spend like six hours in your bike and then you have to run for two hours and then you have to eat you have to rest so you can't go out you can but if you go you get tired so it's part of the lifestyle of the triathlete especially for Ironman distance that trains a huge amount of volume uh be selfish it's uh, it's not a good word but uh, that's the truth uh and uh, if you really want to reach your goals uh, you can't finish your long bike and uh, go chat with your friends you need to go eat you need to take care of yourself and uh, recover for the next day but uh one thing i think like for age groupers uh, especially is is even harder because you have to manage your training that's it's a significant training it's not like the pros but it's a lot of training too like some some age groups reach like 25 
25 hours a week or even more so uh, and then you have your work you have your family you have your friends and uh, it's uh, almost impossible to to keep it up with all these uh, things in life uh, but uh, like you said like we talk and I test you I think uh, most triathletes are um, very focused but it's important to manage the emotion uh, and uh, be rational too because uh, if you overdo if you push too hard and uh, you're tired and uh, don't give yourself this uh, relaxed time this a mental and spiritual recovery uh, what's going to happen you're going to burn out you're going to um, get injury or get sick so y you have to be very smart and uh, try and uh, choose you know like you choose uh, if you have to do a trip a family trip that day I would say you know forget about don't training because if you're going to, you're going to drive and then has kids, has the the wife, everything, and then you have, and if you really push yourself, uh, it's not worth it. So that day would call like your day off. So that's that's things that you need to start um, learn during the time, and uh, and then uh, try to try to combine and uh, make sure you're making everybody happy. But sometimes it's impossible to make everybody happy. Uh, and uh, the most important is you. If you go to a trip, a family trip, and you don't work out, you're going to be pissed. Uh, and so you need to, it's not easy. I think it uh, depends of your goal. If you're really going, like, I want to qualify for Kona. So it doesn't exist Christmas, uh, New Year. Uh, you just have to go rainy or cold. You have to work out. You have to prepare yourself because... If you're not, the other one is going is preparing, and uh, who is in better shape, better, better prepared, is going to do a better race. So mm -hmm. it's it's difficult, you know. But uh, I think uh, it's important to manage. I'm very emotional, and uh, but sometimes the rational and uh, be present uh, with your family and your friends uh it's important too so yeah i i i'm a, a bad example of that at times i mean when when there's some days where i plan to work out and i i don't for you know life happens and i can't get it in i i always have to remind myself not to take it out on the people around me you know and usually that's my family um or you know my son's screaming or yeah i got a four-year-old and a two-year-old so they're always fighting and, and uh, or some, or he's picking on her on the little one or something. And, uh, you know, just to remind myself, you know, it's that's that one day is not going to be the difference between my goal and not my goal. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, I, I, I see your point there. That's, that's pretty important. Um, so what I would like to do at the end of all of these episodes, if it's all right with you is maybe, um, provide the listener with a uh, either a piece of advice uh, on you know training or or mixing it with their life or something or maybe a workout if, if there's a, a particular swim workout that you're doing lately that you like or uh, a bike or something I know for me personally because I'm you know I have a job I'm married I have a couple of kids 
working in um, all of my workouts is, is, you know, it's a scheduling. I mean, I have to schedule my days uh, way ahead of the time. And then, you know, when I'm working out, it's got to be full on um, and I have to be in it. Um, You know, maybe, maybe a piece of advice on that or, or, you know, any kind of workout that you like or or something like that. So um, what would you have to say uh, to folks to end this off? Uh, I would like to say that uh, uh, enjoy this moment that you're working out to relate it with your, with the nature around you. I think it did recharge and uh, that's uh, like a, you can get in peace, even doing a tough workout, but you are around the nature and uh, exchanging, taking some or even cold, whatever, you know, but just feel the nature and be grateful uh, to be there uh, exercising and doing something that you love. You know, I think the feeling of gratitude is something that uh, should be alive every single day in everybody uh, and, and uh, you know sometimes the training doesn't go like you want to but at least you are there you know mm-hmm. how many people would like to be there and uh, for some reason for sickness or limitation they they can't so i think it if you will go that way uh, of the gratitude, the feel the nature, I think that's a good way to have a good workout, even a bad days, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, especially when you're, you know, an hour into a two hour run and you're, <laughs> you're not happy, <laughs> you know, it hurts or something, or, you know, you have some efforts coming up or something like that. Just, just take a second to take a deeper, you know, a few deeper breaths. Um, and, and remember that, that, man, you get to do this. This is, this is pretty amazing. You know, that there's a, there's a lot that, that a lot of people can't do that you're doing right then. And to, to just enjoy it and make the most of it. That's, that's a pretty awesome piece of advice there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, uh, every triathlete, uh, doesn't matter where you live i think uh, this sport is amazing and uh, you you have contact with the water with the sun with the windy with the earth so we have all the elements uh, we are in contact with all the elements and and the moving you know and so that's that's uh yeah i'm I'm sure that i'm sure that some people a hundred miles into an ironman bike are not liking the wind aspect of it, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's a good thing to remember. Even the wind, we like the wind. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I think, you know, we are, we are, uh, discovering ourselves doing the exercise and, uh, and, uh, we need to remember. And I think when you, like you mentioned, you are in a hundred miles bike during the race and you're dehydrated, you're tired and you have to run a marathon after you choose to do that, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's your own you, fault. You, you signed cho- up and you like, paid for this. You're, yeah. You're there because you choose. And uh, by the end of uh, when you finish the, cro- the, the, the finish line, I know you pass a hard time, but, uh, 
after two days, uh, what am I going to do? What's the next one? You know, I, I want to keep going. So, uh, so remember the, I think it bad, bad moments, everybody, it doesn't matter what you do in life. Uh, you're going to pass, but I think focusing the, the positive, uh, experience is the key. Well, I think that's a great way to end it. Thank you so much, Antonio, for your words of wisdom. Uh, make sure everybody join us every uh, for every episode here on the Triathlon Channel. Have a great day, great training, and race hard. 